are the fuck? Fear is not a factor for you. This is where we're going to learn who will be the ultimate survivor. So with your permission, I'd like to take this guy on the boat, and then once he's trapped at sea, teach him a lesson he'll never forget. going all right welcome back to confession cam we took a little uh a little break there between uh seasons like we did last time um but we're we're back i'm john i'm hunter and i'm daisy and how we doing did y'all have any crazy adventures since we last talked? i went on a helicopter nice yeah that's pretty cool yeah it was it was cool it was a very small helicopter i was a little i was kind of nervous because you know the the little guys you're like if this crashes, it's, you know, I don't know. It, it feels scarier than going on like a... It, it's kind of like when you get on a little airplane. Uh-huh. You're like, this feels riskier. But anyway. I've never done it, but I, it makes sense. Yeah. What what have y'all been up to? I was in a pretty cool car accident. Oh, no. Oh, man. Yeah. I was, in, you, I was in the hospital for a little while, but I'm good now. Fuck. So. Yeah. Glad you're okay. Yeah, I'm real glad you're okay. Yeah, my, I uh, I re-hurt my back from a previous injury, uh, but mm. other than that, I should be okay. That that's part of why our break was so long. Mm. Uh, yeah, I had to t- I had to take a little time off, but I didn't even well, realize. Glad you're okay. Yeah, yeah glad you. you glad you're doing all right. Um, you feeling good? Yeah, I feel I feel really good. Cool, so, getting back to normal, and I get some benefits from it, so I'll be fine. Hell oh, yeah! Cool, Daisy, how you been? Uh, I'm good. I just got back from California. Uh, oh, that's where I flew the helicopter. Oh, really? <laughs> we just missed each other. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Where whereabouts? Uh, um, You'll never guess where my car accident was. No, no. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was in uh, Santa Cruz. Oh, cool. Um, got some family and some friends out there. Had a birthday. Ate some steak. Uh, happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yeah, happy B-Day. Had a root beer float. Uh, nice. I think that's about it. Cool. Yeah, nice. All right, well, that's been uh, keeping up with Confession Cam. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have a. We are going to get to MILF uh, Manor today. I, I almost, I keep calling it MILF Island by accident, but it's it's MILF Manor. Um, that's the new show we're covering. It was Hunter's Pick. Uh, so if you're following along at home, we're covering episodes one and two today. Before we get to that, we have a couple items of business First, I think we should briefly talk about the writer's strike. Um, I think given where we... We all kind of come from a similar place politically, so I mm-hmm. think we would all three say that we support the writers and all that shit. Everyone, should be, everyone should be getting paid um, uh, a living wage. And, and, you know, I don't know all the details about what they're asking for, but I assume it's all reasonable and everything. Um, but pertinent to this show, you know... The writer's strike in 2007 resulted in a wave of reality TV. So what do y'all think? Do you think we're going to see another wave of wild reality TV shows? Especially because the difference between now and 2007 is now there's a whole bunch of streaming services. Mm -hmm. I bet because all these streaming services are constantly putting out shows that like I never watch. And I don't know anyone who watches, but just... There are people who I ha- I pay for Netflix or I pay for Hulu or I pay for one thing. And so everything I watch is on that one streaming service. Mm-hmm. So they constantly have to be putting new stuff on there. Or and else people unsubscribe. Yeah. And there's already yeah. like weird close to reality shows on there constantly. Um, 
like the weird furry one I almost picked where they <laughs> like go on a date, but they have to wear like animal masks the whole time. Like the masked singer, but with a dating, dating show. Yeah. Dater. Yeah, that one might show on the show later. But I, so I bet I bet we're going to see a bunch of real weird ones because like I'm sure Amazon Prime, Hulu, Stars, HBO, all these subscription Paramount, services. Yeah. Like um, I was bummed. Um, Severance, I heard they had to wrap on that. Mm. Yeah, it's on Apple, but oh, okay. So it's a really good show if you like weird sci-fi. Oh, somebody was telling me about this. This is like where they, when they leave the office. Yeah, they don't rem. When they're in the office, they don't remember their day-to-day life, and when they're in their day-to-day life, they don't remember what happens in the office. It's like they completely severance mm-hmm. of that their sounds, personality. I feel like I would like that. If yeah, that was it sounds really cool. I'm not subscribing to Apple. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just not. It's not going to happen. Don't worry. Buy a $10,000 computer, and I think you get a free year of it. So. Actually, <laughs> I when I bought my MacBook, I had a free three months, and I didn't even use it. So. Same, when I bought my phone, I got a free year, and I never used it. So. <laughs> yeah, there we go. But yeah, I bet. I, I really hope we get some juicy shows coming up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we're already in a weird reality TV wave with MILF Manor, and you know, there's Fuckboy Island. Sorry. Am I allowed to say fuck on the podcast? Of course. Yeah, yeah. We, we do it all the time. <laughs> the FCC won't let me be. <laughs> I think the only rule we agreed to is no slurs unless they apply to ourselves, which is a limited amount of slurs. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just me. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't think of any uh any like Portuguese American slurs, so I don't know. <laughs> uh technically I'm disabled, so. Okay. I wouldn't push that too far. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I'm, I'm epileptic, but no, no. I mean, it. I mean, with regards to like using slurs on the podcast, oh, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. push it too far. <laughs> We're, I'm, I'm just trying to keep a list. You yeah, know? I want to be safe. <laughs> anyway, um, Fuckboy Island. Yeah, I feel like we're already in this weird reality TV space where we're getting these weird things. I, I, I think they're running out of ideas already. But I think what we are going to see is resources being reallocated into these reality shows. Yeah. And so I think if anything, we're going to get higher budget Milf Manor, higher budget Fuckboy Island. We can hope. We can yeah. hope. Um, hope. There's so. probably also going to be a surge in like shitty game shows, which I'm not, ex- oh, which I'm yeah. not as excited about. But uh, but I am looking forward to all the weird reality TV because there people are going to be pitching the most off the wall shit because they just need content you know i wonder like is jeopardy is that considered written i don't oh because they write the questions that's a good point yeah i don't know i don't know how that works um i assume not i assume that the person who comes up for questions for jeopardy doesn't count as a author but i could be wrong i don't know um, I was excited when I saw a list of just all the late night talk shows that were, had been shut down oh, already. Yeah. Like, rest in peace, Jimmy Fallon. You won't be missed. The <laughs> value was lost there. I'll, I'll miss James him. Corden. I'll miss him gone. more than Kimmel. Yeah, Kimmel gone. <laughs> yeah. The late show with the hosts. None of the hosts I ever remember enjoying. Colbert. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, his Colbert gone. Hey, shout out to I'm not really a, I'm not a fan of his show, but shout out to Seth Meyers for I, I read that he's paying his staff oh, like out of pockets during wow. the strike, uh, whereas Jimmy Fallon is not. So Jimmy Fallon's staff is just shit out of luck. And you know he's got the money. Yeah, he's pro- he's got more money than Seth Meyers. That's for sure. 
Oh, you yeah, guys ever so. seen the Jimmy Fallon drunk in Bloomington uh, video? What? It's been. A, I think so. It's, it's so crazy. Is that real? Yeah. He's like. Was he at the Comedy Attic or something? Uh, I don't know what he was doing in Bloomington, but he just like he gets really drunk, and these college kids are like, "Come to my apartment," and he just goes to the villas or varsity court, whatever it's called now. <coughs> it's just like a shitty college apartment, and people are just being weird as fuck to him, and he's being just drunk like he's not he doesn't do anything like inappropriate or anything like that he's just clearly shit-faced there's Hmm. so many weird videos of celebrities i feel bad that like as a celebrity you don't get to just be like pissed drunk occasionally and make mistakes (laughs) yeah like i don't know like also my heart goes out to the dude but like I remember when right before the new Jackass movie came out, all the weird videos of like Bam Margera started going around after uh, he relapsed. And it was just oh, like, there's still he's been getting weirder just yeah. the past months, actually. The Bam oh, stuff sucks. is really sad. It's really lately. sad. Yeah. I thought I had heard he'd gone to like rehab and kind of got. He together. was doing better and now he's doing worse. Yeah. That, that sucks. Yeah. Um, I I was a big Tony Hawk's Underground 2 player. Uh, same, same actually and yeah. Bam is featured <clears throat> heavily in that game um, and uh, you know I go back and play it once a year or so and it just gets sadder every year yeah it's you know such a bummer I was a I was a jackass kid I mm-hmm. skateboarded I, I tried to do all the stupid stunts and mm-hmm. stuff um, I actually have like all those stupid old TV shows if they count as reality shows we could do Viva La Bam at some point. I think I have the I think, first season on DVD. I don't know about Jackass but Viva La Bam definitely yeah. counts as reality, I think. Yeah. yeah, we have some weird stuff to talk about, yeah. especially with uh regards to his family members. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mm-hmm. forgot about Vito. Yeah. Um should we move on to our, our next topic? Uh, just briefly, I want to say, because it's kind of a reoccurring segment on this show, um, my perception of Pete Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of the catalyst for Confession Cam was our conversation about Pete Davidson. That's true. <laughs> I think originally I was going to, I was trying to do a podcast about like trying to find out why people like him so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say I started watching his new show, Bump Kiss, which is on uh, Peacock, I think. And I'm starting to, I still don't understand why people say he's hot. Like, I don't, (laughs) I don't get that, but I'm starting to understand the appeal of Pete Davidson. Like the guy loves his mom. He seems like he's just kind of a sweet guy. He seems like he grew up with a lot of like toxic male figures in his life. And Mm -hmm. because of that, he's done everything he can to try to reject that shit. Um, I, I think Pete Davidson would 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 make you dinner and give you nasty head, and that's really all I'm. That's really all I care about. See, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna say I think I think people think he's hot because he's tall, he's average enough looking that it's not dissuasive, and he's got the riz. He's got the big dick energy. It's just it's real. I think your last point there is is the reason he's starting to grow on me because I never really saw the riz before, <laughs> but now that I'm watching his new show, which is a show. Written by him, it's a show starring him, and it's a show about him, which that's one thing I don't get. it Because there's also a movie, <laughs> The King of Staten Island, which is about Pete Davidson starring oh, Pete Davidson. I thought that was just his stand-up. Uh, no, uh, King of Staten Island is a is a film uh, about Pete Davidson starring Pete Davidson. And Bump Kiss is a show about Pete Davidson starring Pete <laughs> Davidson. 
So like it feels a little like overkill, but I am starting to I'm starting to see the Riz come through okay. with Pete. So so that's where we're at with Pete Davidson. Um, any other points of uh, business before we we get into Milf Manor? Uh, I don't think so. I'm excited for the Milfs. Let's uh, uh go ahead. I, I I just have to say I'm sad that we can't really use licensed music because this would be a perfect opportunity for. Milf Money by Fergie. So go ahead and give that to a listen after you've listened to our episode, and just pretend like it was. In it. Or maybe, maybe go give it a listen now, just to set the mood before you listen to our episode. <laughs> I mean, a lot of podcasts do just throw music in there anyway, assuming no one's going to do anything about it. But that's more editing that we're putting on John more than anything, <laughs> right? <laughs> what if I just sing the whole song a cappella right now for us? Now that I could get behind, <laughs> yeah, I you support think that. Come after us. <laughs> Um, so this show, it's on Discovery Plus, which is kind of a interesting choice. Yeah, that, that's something that we, that I might have to look into for later episodes, but I remember Discovery being kind of like history or like the science channel where it was like mostly educational stuff. (laughs) So to see this... I mean, there was some stuff that's like, you know, if you think about ancient aliens and shit like that, like there's some some stuff that's like entertainment that presents itself as educational, but it's obviously just entertainment, whereas this doesn't even pretend to be an educational show. <laughs> yeah, there's no... Uh, we are learning about MILFs and the men who love them. <laughs> the, Boys, uh, really. I feel like the most generous way you could pitch it, and, the, and they kind of indicate that this is what they're going for towards the beginning of episode one. Um, but it's a show that presents itself as exploring generational, exploring intergenerational dating. But in reality, it's just a show about trying to make people as uncomfortable as you can. <laughs> yeah. That is something that I will say the success level varies, but it, it does definitely, they love making the people on this show uncomfortable. Oh yeah. And making us uncomfortable too. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I have so many uncomfortable giggles watching this. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's an awkward show. That's for for goddamn sure. Um, why don't we get into the cast and we'll just kind of go through like uh, first reactions. So I've I've written down the uh, mom and son pairings, so we can just uh, say what we think about each of them. Yeah, oh. let me give a little show to this. So the show is we're in we're down in Mexico, um, La Paz, I believe they said it is correct. And uh, they have a bunch of older ladies, I believe they're all in their 50s, um, go down to this resort, little like house that they're staying at. And they're like, you're going to be meet a bunch of men who want to date you. Young men. Young men. And all the young men end up being all these 50-year-old women's sons. Yes. That's the premise. It is a reveal on the show but it's also in the trailers and in all the advertising so i feel like we're not spoiling anything telling you that but i feel like that is important bit of information before we get into talking about why why yeah. it's so important to be discussing these women and their son yeah true that's a good point especially since some people might just be listening to the podcast and not watching the show yeah so i appreciate you mentioning that um so first up we've got april jane and gabriel who um i think I think we all agree that we don't like Gabriel. Uh, I, I think, Daisy, you said he's your least favorite. He's my second yeah. least favorite. Gabriel's definitely my least favorite. I get... There, there was this... Uh, I guess you guys probably aren't on TikTok, but uh, that 
there was this guy on TikTok that everybody was making fun of for just being like, like kind of like the modern day equivalent of being metrosexual, which is just like, uh, I don't know. It's almost appropriating like feminine men in a way that like tries to make you more approachable to women. Um, he's got, he wears eyeliner and painted nails. It, Almost like, uh, sorry for interrupting, but it just, I hear people talk about Harry Styles a lot and they say yes. that he's, they say that he's queer baiting. Yeah. Does, queer it, baiting. Fe- does uh, it feel like Gabriel's doing that a little bit or queer baiting or just trying to look like Johnny Depp? I, I, I can't tell, <laughs> I can't tell which, which he's actually doing. Would, uh, th- would this be a return to another show we have talked about doing, but like, metrosexuality almost where it's like i'm straight but i'm taking on the the appearance and the um vibes of a gay man yeah yeah really really i think to i i believe this is a judgment but i believe that it's it's in an attempt to um seem more friendly to women It, it might be that i I almost feel like it's an attempt to just seem more interesting in general. Yeah. Which, uh, which, I don't know. I re- I really don't like this guy, but at the same time, when I was in my late teens, early twenties, I did a lot of dumb bullshit. Just to, <laughs> not, I didn't do this shit specifically, but I did a lot of dumb bullshit that I thought made me more interesting. When in hindsight, it was just pretty boring. Yeah. So that's fair. That's, th- I'm, but I'm, that's me being generous to Gabriel. To be clear, <laughs> <laughs> I also. He has such a weird vibe. I feel like the fashion choices he makes are like very, very peacocky. Like he mm-hmm. he dresses mm-hmm. for attention and then does nothing. Harley Davidson shirt. Yeah. Or like one that for like one shot, he's wearing a studded leather jacket. And the next he's got like a <laughs> smiley face, like rave coat on. Yeah. Like yeah. He definitely just like wears whatever he thinks will get people to look at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not a fan. Um, do we have anything to say about April Jane? I don't. Uh, she seems kind of nervous to be there. Is my is re- my only real assessment of her? Yeah. Um, Sorry, I have to keep looking at the pictures. She. I feel like I haven't really gotten anything. Yeah. I definitely thought like she seemed like a like someone with a really big personality. I thought she was gonna be like. I think she's the first one they introduce, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is gonna be crazy," and then she doesn't really do or say much. I don't yeah, know. at least on the in the two episodes we've seen so far. Yeah, you'll you'll see as we go through this, but this show has, I think, too big of a cast. Almost, I mean, mm-hmm. you need a lot of people to shake things up, but like, I definitely two episodes in, I'm looking at pictures as we're talking about these people. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm only able to keep them straight because I watched the two episodes twice because mm-hmm. uh, I watched them a month ago with my girlfriend. Um, so that today was kind of like review, but uh, let's move on to Paula and Jose. Jose seems to catch a lot of the ladies. Mm-hmm. eye right off the bat. Um, and I mean, Paula probably too. Paula's a very beautiful woman. Uh, they, you know, what, do, what do we got to say about them? Uh, I didn't think we're going to get into them a lot more when we start talking about Kelly. Yeah. But I didn't think Jose was that hot at first, but he's definitely growing on me. And he seems like definitely like the most sensitive or maybe one of the most sensitive and like 
one of the more mature ones too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was gonna say one of the least weird. The dudes Absolutely. on this show all have like weirdo vibes. Mm-hmm. Um I don't wanna be judgy, but like these all all these guys have vibes that like you would be specifically into older women. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like yeah. They're, they're a little quirked up, but he seems the most normal. Like you could sit next to him at a bar and like have like a five minute conversation about like whatever was on the TV and then mm-hmm. never talk again. Mm-hmm. Whereas every other guy would just be like miserable almost immediately. Yeah. yeah. Well, he is, I think if I'm not mistaken, he's the oldest. I think he's 28. That makes sense. Um, okay. I believe he's 28, which is older than any of the other guys on this show. So that might be why maybe he's just had more time to grow. Um, and his mom seems pretty mature too. So maybe she's not mature as in old, but like maybe his mom raised him right. I don't know. They definitely have that kind of vibe and we'll get into it when we talk about the episode, but I feel like she's the first one to like kind of see what's going on with everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They tend to go to clips of her. She's good at reading. She's good at reading people. Yeah. Yeah. She's definitely a little bit, uh, territorial of jose for sure yeah Uh, that's that's something i think we're gonna see with a lot of the Mm -hmm. the duos yeah because the second anything starts happening with either their mom or their son they're just immediately like yeah it's like it goes one way or the other yeah yeah um sue young and jimmy i was ex you were you were talking about uh april when doing the introductions uh, so young, as she likes to say. Um, oh, I was. That, did I mispronounce her name? I think her, that might be her real name, but she goes by So Young. Oh, okay. Um, but I was saying, kind of iconic. Like she immediately has like seemed like fun, and she was she gave herself a nickname that's like memorable, which I feel like on shows like this is always a sign of yeah. a winner. Wait, what's the nickname? Uh, So Young, because oh. she's so young. I thought that was just her name. I think it's. Pr- it, I think it's Sue Young. I think. I'm not sure. She, she jokes about constantly. Yeah. How she's so young. Yeah. So that I took it as like kind of a nickname, even if that is also partially her name. Um, but I was really excited about her. There's not a lot has happened in these first two episodes until, yeah. well, until episode two. But yeah, we'll definitely get into both of them a lot in episode two. Um, Jimmy seems like another guy who's like caught the eye of some of the late Jimmy and Jose um, and I think Ryan are like the three that seem to be the most popular guys with the ladies. Um, I, I like Jimmy. I think he's cool. But maybe that's just because the bar is so low though. Cause so many of these guys, like you said, are very weird. Um, yeah. Jimmy definitely has less of like a creepy vibe. Although he does say like, he says some weird shit about uh, Pola's feet. Yeah. I have oh, that. that's true. I have that in my notes. Doesn't he say he wants to suck her toes or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Maybe, but maybe we'll get to that once we go through our notes. But it's almost like the fact that he's just so upfront about being weird about her feet. He, at least he's he's putting it out on the table. Yeah. He, he straight up says to one of the other dudes. Um, what was I going to say? He says, there are a lot of moms here. We're here with a lot of moms. We got to be on our game. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I, I think he's implying that like these are older ladies who've seen a lot, so you have uh-huh. to be ready to... Uh, I... I've got... I wrote that down. He he and Gabriel 
are chatting and he says, we can't be vanilla here. These are moms. We have to step up our game. <laughs> so I think, I think the indication is that moms are kinkier. I guess. I, I also, I have the quote of when he's talking about her feet, he says he wants to suck the acrylic off her toes. He he talks about foot licking multiple times. I say these are two separate moments. He's also he's also into butt licking. Yeah, as we oh, find yeah, out in episode two. Um, April W and Ricky. I don't really have anything to say about these two. I feel like they're not featured very prominently in the first two episodes, at least. No, um, I didn't even remember the guy's name after. Um, yeah, they. I'm gonna have to look that up. Oh, Ricky. Yeah, he he doesn't show up much, but he does kind of tease Pola about. Uh... They're talking. There's moments of the yeah. two of them talking, but I don't think they got any drama of it. So you just kind of yeah. see it happening in the background. Yeah. Um, his mom seemed cool. She was talking about how she used to do like uh, break dancing and stuff. That was her, right? I think so. Yeah. They um, they are both pretty. Not a lot happens with them after the yeah. like f- introductions. Yep, right. Yet, so, Charlene and Harrison. Uh, Harrison. So we don't see a whole lot of Harrison yet, but it seems like he's just like a he. He gives off the like good old country boy sort of vibes. Yeah, um, he does kind of seem like an asshole. He seems like someone who would be a bully. That's the vibe I get from Harrison. Or yeah, he he kind of looks like just like the stereotypical like country club attendee. Yeah, like a maybe like a rural kid, but like a rich rural kid, not mm-hmm. like the poor kind, you know. Um, Charlene, uh, Charlene is like the most. I don't know how to say. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean because, like, I don't mean this in a mean way. But she's like the most plain of all these. She's women. the most normal looking. The most normal. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Thank you. She's I- the most normal looking. And again, not saying that's a bad thing, but. Um, I feel like she's maybe a little bit intimidated by uh, by Kelly specifically. Yeah. But. I, I was going to say, I felt a little bad for her. You could tell that like I think she has some, I don't know if it's st- self-esteem or anxiety, but mm-hmm. just yeah. the way she talks like from the introduction and everything, she seems a little out of her limit. She refers to herself as bigger, but she's really not that big of a yeah. woman. Yeah. Um, she also... Um, I also don't mean to be mean to anyone who makes these personal choices, whether, but like she is the least I would say like fake looking. A lot of the other yeah. women ha- are have That's, like. Uh, I think the way when I watched this with my girlfriend, she she said something along the lines of all the other women have had work done, mm-hmm. and yeah. Charlene hasn't really had any work done. Which again, or at not least that, not as much. Not that it's wrong to do one or the other, but it's just it makes her stand out a little yeah. bit. Um. Also, just an interesting note. I've been looking up these people to take look at a picture. So I can kind of... One of the first... Everyone else, it's just like, check out this article from like TLC. Or like the first one that comes up with her is Cat Country 1073. Her local hometown uh, country radio station oh had an article about them. That's interesting. So that's kind of cool. If you want to catch Charlene and her son Harrison, they hail from our area. And you can check them out on Milf Manor. Did, oh, is that is that what the article said? Or are you saying they're they're from our areas and they're from Indiana? Oh, uh, that's what the article said. Oh, gotcha. So like, it, it is interesting that if she even has like an almost down home vibe when you Google her. Yeah, like beyond the reach of the TV She's show. She's the hometown hero. <laughs> um, good for her. Uh, Kelly and Joey. Holy shit, we got yeah. a little bit to talk about with these two. This is a power team. Power team. Kelly is. 
when the show Milf Manor was pitched to me, Kelly is what I thought mm-hmm. all of these ladies mm-hmm. were going to be, both in yeah. physical appearance and in personality. Mm-hmm. I dislike both of them, probably. <laughs> They're both at the top of my list for both, mm-hmm. uh, for the MILFs and the boys. I don't know if Kelly's at the top of my worst list for the MILFs, but um, Billy, or sorry, Joey is definitely at the top of my list. Uh, he, I think you described him as, you said he reminds you of Andy Samberg. <laughs> yeah. But he, he's like, I, I think Andy Samberg's all right. This guy is like a really annoying Andy Samberg. He's like Andy Samberg's shitty little brother. Yes. 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 I specifically thought he looked like Andy Samberg, and he's got that kind of like overacting kind of yeah. vibe to him, but he has doesn't have the any like humor to back it up. Just everything's this weird high pitched like mom <laughs> Oh my god bruh Yeah. I, I, I think that they're both the worst. I, I was thinking that Gabriel was the worst, but after watching episode two, I I'm gonna have to go with uh Joey is that Joey? Uh oh Joey, yeah. Yeah. I'm also curious to see if any of the, I know his Kelly, his she's an immediate contender for every man in the house. That's kind of her vibe. Yeah, is she wants to be the center of attention, party woo girl. Yeah, which Whereas, is why, which is one of the reasons all the other ladies don't like her. I think. Yeah, uh, which is also weird because her son seems almost like a weird prude. Um, <laughs> who like I can't imagine anyone going out of their way to try and date him at this point yeah. in the show. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I. I wouldn't date him if I was uh, a milf or anyone, you know, trying to in date. General. Yeah. In general. Yeah. I thought that I was going to like Kelly when she first showed up. Yeah. Cause she, what does she call herself? Disco mommy. Disco mommy, which sounds like fun. Does. Uh, actually my note is disco mommy is going to be a fun one, but turns out she kind of sucks. Yeah. It gets, it, and the first episode, not too bad. Episode two yeah, is really we'll, where we have. We'll get into it. Hey, she. Every show needs a villain. We, we've. <laughs> I feel like I've said that for every show we've covered yeah, so yeah. far. You know, um, I, the situation made Jersey Shore way more interesting, and I think mm-hmm. Kelly is going to make this show way more interesting. She is the situation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we even had um, what's her name who left for a season. Of Jersey Shore. Oh, Angelina. Angelina. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't know. We we could have a change up. We (laughs) don't know what's going to happen. We could be like, this woman sucks, and then someone else pulls something crazy. Yeah. We never know. Um, uh, Stephanie and Billy. I don't really know anything about these two besides Stephanie is like super Christian. Um, And other than that, we don't really see much of them. Well, we get we get to see we see Stephanie more in episode two because of the situation with her and Paula and um, Kelly, Kelly. Uh, but not a whole lot to say about them yet. I don't think they're uh, a weird duo. We're we're kind of talking about this as the introduction. I feel like this is the introduction part of the episode and introduction to the characters because they kind of yeah. serve the same purpose. My notes from her introduction are just that I love the lady who came to Milf Manor with a with Jesus in her heart. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely funny that she's like really pushing the God stuff and she's on Milf Manor. Yeah. Yeah. Shannon and Ryan. I like these two a lot. They might be, they, they might be my favorites. Um, so Ryan, 
Ryan seems like uh, maybe the most mature guy mm-hmm. of the bunch, um, besides maybe Jose. Um, just really, uh, really insightful. Um, seems to be very emotionally intelligent. But the thing I like most about uh, Ryan is so. Longtime listeners of Confession Cam will remember uh, in our previous season, Daisy. I think you really liked Snooky's um, "Porn Star in the Making" hat. Was that what that said? Porn oh, star in the making. Porn future. star in training. Porn star in training. Sorry. Um, and we, I think we put a bounty on that to try to get some <laughs> of our fans to. I don't think anyone responded to that. No, no one has found that hat. But I did have some people send me some duck phone merch not (laughs) the physical merch but they've sent me links to it they're like you can get duck phone shit (laughs) we got we got some fan mail with a duck phone sticker so one one of you is getting a duck phone sticker (laughs) if i remember to bring it next week we could also put it on uh i have a push pin board there you go that i have some letters for my other podcast too we're gonna start hanging stuff up so we could have them jersey shore stuff up there too (laughs) i wonder if there's a way that we could get a duck phone and and plug it into the recorder and try and <laughs> try and record through a duck phone. That yeah. sounds like it'd be awful. Just one person <laughs> sounds like a phone from 1994. Yeah, um, but the reason I brought it up is because so my equivalent of that is Ryan wears a f- I think it's a I think it's a onesie like pajama. I thought it was situation. just a hoodie, but no, he had the, the it, it, it might have been a hoodie and pajama <laughs> pants, but it was it was the raw like weed wrapping paper branded pajamas yeah rolling papers yeah rolling paper pajamas and uh if anyone can find those i'll i'll reimburse you for it (laughs) so i i thought it was kind of cool as a hoodie then i saw a scene later on where he's walking it's in my notes and it is a onesie and i just in my notes just say i hate the raw onesie (laughs) well i i wholeheartedly disagree uh if anyone can find the raw onesie i will buy it off you for this show it definitely works but there, there's just something about like masculine clothing that are also infantilizing. Okay, I that I, ch- I hate. I changed my mind. Daisy found it, and it's hundred eighty dollars. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that. I'd pay up to forty dollars for the novelty of it, but yeah, but well, not I found it for one twelve. Okay, that's a little better. Who? What size? Uh, it's out of stock in all sizes except okay. for small. Are you on Amazon right now? Uh, this is <laughs> MaryJanesHQ.com. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> we, we are not sponsored, but we are proudly advertising MaryJanesHQ.com Maybe, maybe right we now. should try to get sponsored by them. You, you might be onto something. Yeah. Ultimate Smokers onesie. <laughs> this is a bit of a uh, side note, but my buddy sent it to me. I might have to buy it. Apparently, I normally hate like just like weird corporate branded clothing but uh charmin just put out a uh like the fashion toilet paper line. company yeah and they they just they have the charmin bear on it it just says throne master oh <laughs> fuck yeah my buddy buddy sent this to he's like this is required that you buy it <laughs> that rules it's all white and it's got little bear ears on the hoodie that is fucking amazing it's insane so uh and i like shannon too that's uh that's all I have to say about yeah, the two of them. They they definitely seem like the most like real normal. Yeah. Family. Is she the one who? Well, now I feel bad. I feel like I'm getting a couple people mixed up. Is she the one who's a lawyer? I don't remember sh- much about Shannon. If I'm being honest, she seems uh, a little more tame. She's an event planner. Event planner. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um. 
so let's get into just going through uh, recapping the episodes now. Um, the first part we don't really need to talk about is just the women sitting around drinking wine. Uh, sorry, what were you? There's say? one person from the introduction that I thought was weirdly sad, and I can't remember who it was because everyone else was like they're oh, having fun. The woman and stuff. whose daughter died. There's one woman who's just like mm-hmm. my daughter died, and she was my best friend, and I'm here because this is what she would that's, want for me. That's Charlene. Really? Oh, yeah. damn, that's a bummer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a weird. But important note to throw in there. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. Um, it seemed like it was pretty recent too, and she was pretty young. I yeah. mean, she was like in her twenties. There's a it, there's a big like stream of pictures of the two of them, and it's clear they're very close. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes a lot of what happens and her behavior on the show, I feel like a little more like that. I I would probably be in a weird like uncomfortable position if my daughter just died, and now mm-hmm. I'm on a national yeah. television dating show. Oh, it happened recent. I thought it happened like when her daughter was younger no it was like a year ago oh wow okay yeah that does make a lot of sense then okay because i i forgot who that was there's so many people on this show that i feel like by the midpoint i'll have everyone yeah together but it'd be easier if it was one of those shows where like a person gets eliminated every week and then you and then you really get to know the cast towards the end but it's we need like a poster board with all of their yeah pictures just like a conspiracy theory board with a bunch of like Like string yeah the all it's always sunny yeah yeah every time they one of them talks to another one we put a piece of yarn um so the ladies are all so basically it's revealed to the ladies that the guys they're going to be dating amongst them are their sons everyone looks pretty bummed about it <laughs> yeah they yeah. everyone seems really bummed about it or you can tell some of the reactions are recorded post the event and they just cannot act like they were surprised <laughs> about it there's some yeah. very can just like oh wow that's my mom but yeah it is they do make the reveal seem like it's going to be a big thing like they hide the one thing I think is really funny is when the boys are like walking up in their introduction and they're talking about themselves, they hide their faces, which makes absolutely no sense because we haven't seen any of these women before. So how the fuck are we going to look at their face and know that that's their son? Right. Also, and then, everyone knows the premise of the show. Exactly, yeah, everyone yeah. knows the premise. And it also just makes it so I didn't know any of the men's name until mm-hmm. like episode two because their introductions they don't show their faces you just see like knees to nipples of like a body walking (laughs) up it's like i'm just here to see some hot older ladies yeah yeah so that that's that's really weird for the reveal too but it is revealed mom and son combos yep um they spend a little bit of time kind of flirting getting to know each other i i said it earlier but the moms immediately seem to gravitate towards jose um Mm -hmm. Everyone finds out that they're rooming with their like they're rooming together as a mom and son couple, which is going to make things weird later on in the show. I think. I mean, it's already made things weird, but mm-hmm. especially when things get more intimate. Um, two of the rooms are huge suites with hot tubs. So the next thing we do, they have like these little challenges on the show. Um, they have one in episode one, one in episode two. I assume we'll get one in every episode. Um, it seems like the point of the challenge like we said earlier, is just to make everyone as uncomfortable as possible. Or to shake things up. Um, Yeah. So the challenge for episode one is the moms are blindfolded, the boys take their shirts off, and the moms have to feel the guys to pick pick their son in order to win the suite. Yeah. And so they have to they have to figure out which one is their son by feeling his body. And the two fastest win 
the uh, the sweets. The sweet. Yep. Um, I I will add we ran past a awful god awful pun. They told they had to do a challenge, and they said that they are going to determine who is the most in touch with their son. Mm. Oh. And god. then the challenge is them having to grope their son. So I I, I feel like that that pun just can't be left alone. Yeah. yeah. This was definitely a weird, uh, a weird game for them to play. Uh, I I can't say. It's really weird way to start the show. You'd think they do yeah. something to like They're... make them talk to each other or like. I guess it does make sense to like break the, the awkwardness of like the physical touch. Yeah, for you a know, show like this, once you've already touched all. Of... They're plunging both the cast members and the viewers watching this show into the deep end right right mm-hmm. out the bat mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it is it is weird it's a lot to take on it's the very first thing i feel like now's the best time to mention it too um one thing i think's really weird is this show lacks a host completely like most reality shows like competition style have some sort of host mm-hmm. um this is more like the kardashians was where there's no like host introducing things or like you know there's no joe rogan fear factor or whatever the guy from chris harrison the bachelor sur- the guy from survivor who always wore the khakis yeah that guy uh, i feel like there's a disembodied voice that happens sometimes and like there's someone sending text messages yeah that that's what makes it seem weird and like even more dystopian is that like we know the camera crews are there and you occasionally see some other crew members doing stuff but um they're uh all their communication that we see with like the people running the show is through text messages and they're all given phones that has everyone's phone number saved to it already and then they get text messages from whoever this like disembodied um the control center or whatever it is yeah it's weird it's a weird angle on the show that they don't really get into but it does feel like almost like this show, if by episode four it takes a sci-fi twist and this whole thing turned out to be fake, I would be like, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I Yeah, I am really curious why they made that choice, and I don't know that we'll get an answer. Yeah. Cheaper? Maybe. Uh, yeah. They don't have to hire a host, yeah. Um, Paul is... Paul, this is kind of foreshadowing, but Paul is already not a fan of Kelly while they're doing this contest. Um, <laughs> it, it seems like Kelly's personality is a bit too strong for... Paula mm-hmm. or maybe anyone. Um, Stephanie and Paula win the contest. Okay, so Kelly wants to take Ryan back to her room. Joey goes out of his way to shut things down. He's like, "Mom, yeah, I hate. Don't Joey. take Ryan out to up to your room, Mom." He says that a lot. He says, "Mom, you're joking." Yeah, like so to be res- like partially to be respectful and partially to get away from her fucking annoying son. She goes like downstairs to talk to him. She's like, he's like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna leave you space. He then like wanders through the hallways of the house at a distance, just yelling like, mom, I can't believe you right now. <laughs> while like the two of them are talking. Yeah. It's weird. It He acts like he's like 14 and he's meeting the man who's about to be a stepdad for the first time. Yeah. Like the first time. Yeah. That person comes by and you're like, but the man who's about to be a stepdad is the same age as him. Yeah. yeah. That does that does make it a little weirder, but also the fact that he does talk and act like a child is doesn't help. Yeah. 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 They definitely have the relationship that makes me the most uncomfortable is is that Kelly and Joey? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, they seem they seem too close. Mm-hmm. Like uh uh who's the other is it Ryan and Ryan and Shannon are like the perfect mom and son couple so far because I shouldn't say couple, that makes it sound weird. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah, the perfect duo. mom and son pairing because they're you can tell they love each other. You can tell they're close, but they're not close in a weird way. Whereas Kelly and um Joey, I'm having trouble with their names too. They're like they're too close. You know what I mean? It crosses a line yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also weird that like I think the other moms have described Kelly as easy. Um, and she's like yeah. basically flirted with almost every guy immediately. She's there to have a good time. Whereas he, I don't know what he's there. He hasn't never ex- expressed interest in any of the other moms. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you never see him talking to anybody. He's just kind of there whinging the whole time. Yeah. I it's think a he weird might be vibe. one of the youngest, if not the youngest. That I, could be. I think, I think Gabriel's the youngest, but I feel like Joey might be. I think you're right. I think he's one of the youngest as well. I also feel bad because I can't remember this, but was Kelly the one who revealed that she had seven children and that they weren't Six, all with the yeah. same man? Yeah. Yeah. So it this could be very little brother syndrome where it's just you're the youngest and so you're just getting six child babied. Yeah. It says Joey's a bartender, so he's at least 21. I feel like if they I think had they're anyone all... under 21 on this show, I would have some issues. I thought I think, someone was I assume, 20. I think they're all t- at least 21 because alcohol is involved. Well, they're in Mexico. Oh, is the, a- is the age lower? I think it's 18. Gotcha. Um, this Towards the end of the episode, Kelly starts pursuing Jose. Oh, sorry. Before we get to that, Jimmy asks Paula out on a paddleboarding date, and they seem to have a pretty nice date. Um, they seem to be vibing, um, but it kind of throws a wrench in things when Kelly starts pursuing Jose right in front of Paula. Do y'all, did y'all get the impression that she's doing this just to piss Paula off or does she actually like Jose? What do you think? I think it's, I think it's both. both. I think she's interested in Jose. She's obviously interested in Jose. I think she likes that the other women are interested in Jose. And I think it's a bonus that she can also piss off. Paula I think she would have any guy that she went after she probably would have like at least ribbed the mom of a little bit been like yeah hey yeah for sure um Wikipedia says Joey is 20 oh wow oh. so he might be the youngest then um I think definitely yeah um yeah Ke- Kelly appears to be flaunting Jose in front of Paula just to piss her off that's Basically, that's the last note I have yeah. for episode one. She's I, definitely up for a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple notes uh, left here. Um, there's a weird conversation where they're talking about the difference between a MILF and a cougar, a couple people at a bar. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about, it's like, well, I always think, uh, you know, I'm a MILF. I'm not a cougar yet. Yeah. A cougar's when I get older. And then one of the other moms just looks at her and responds with, I just don't like to think of things in the term of age. Yeah. I don't like to look at age. It's like you're on a show called Milf Manor and yeah. you've openly admitted that you like to date young men, but you don't like to look at it in age. <laughs> right. It's like a weird conversation yeah, that I just wanted to point go. out. Um Yeah, and then the other note I had I think we talked about was um Paula has these feet that I want to shove in my mouth quote. 
That's what wow. he says the first time. I had to rewind and get it right. Later, he talks about one in like a confession cam moment. Right. <laughs> Uh, where one on one, he talks about like wanting to do her toenails and like lick the acrylic off. That was like a separate quote. So he is. These are two separate quotes. Yeah, confirmed. Wow. He is. He is definitely a footman. Um, which you know, that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I brave. Like what you like brave to go all out episode one on a show like <laughs> right, this though with right. that kind of info. Yeah, I I do like that he's up front though. Yeah, I respect that compared to some of these other guys. Like we said, there's a couple guys on the show who I just don't even remember them existing until you see them yeah. again. You're like, oh, yeah, he's there. Yeah, same. Um, well, we finished episode one. Or do either of you have either any other notes? Mm-mm. No. Uh, so as is our new tradition that we started a few episodes ago, we're going to uh, take a quick intermission to uh, pop open a beverage. Now, in complete um, transparency, all three of us, kind of forgot about this today <laughs> so we kind of just went with whatever was in hunter's fridge which is how do you pronounce this i believe it's uh Bundaberg. it's an australian ginger beer all right um, i i like ginger beer i don't really like ginger so we'll see uh this if i remember you want properly. me to just give you a little bit oh no I, uh, two fingers of the ginger beer uh <laughs> There, I'll, I'll give you a little bit to start out. We can okay. give you more if you like it. I love ginger beer, but I will say I know this stuff's kind of strong. So, it's a spicy one. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like I I don't even watch. It's always sunny, but I I've seen a clip where it's someone's like, "You're drinking just mixer," <laughs> and I really feel, <laughs> that is what it looks like. I yeah. I feel that way about. Uh, ginger beer that we're drinking just mixer i also want to salute um to a new season to milf manor and also to skipper who left this in my fridge um and whose soda (laughs) we are drinking uh i don't think he listens he's the host on one of my other shows um but if you are listening thanks for the ginger beer thanks skipper Skipper. cheers cheers just cheers myself Too spicy. I coughed before it even hit my mouth. <laughs> Just the the aura of it made me cough. It's actually more mild than I expected. It's not gingery enough for me. I guess I'm just a widow baby. Yeah, I have. I feel like this is as gingery as I like it because I had I have had a ginger beer that was spicier than this, and it was a little too too much for for me. But this this is kind of like just hits the spot, you know. Yeah, after after the initial shock, I think I like it actually. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I like a strong, but I also don't know that I'm kind of a freak. Last time I had a job that had a we my last job we had a Christmas party that had an open bar, and I spent the night drinking nothing but like gin and ginger ale, it's like the most Christmas tree ass <laughs> tasting thing possible. So, little weak on my score, but not bad. I probably would buy a different brand, but if it was offered to me, I would take it. Yeah. If, if I was going to sip a, a, a ginger beer, I think I'd do this one. Nice. I think I would, too. Um, I think I would, too. Like I said, if it gets... I, I had one that was real spicy uh, when I lived in Minneapolis, and there was a coffee shop that sold specialty sodas, and it was it was a spicy boy. Can I look at the bottle? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's, let's get a review of the packaging here. Yeah, okay. So we've got <clears throat> Australian family-owned... Uh, with a picture of a kangaroo. That's a nice touch. Mm-hmm. 
uh, invert bottle before opening. Did you do that? What? Invert bottle? Why? You're supposed to like shake it up a little bit. You remix it. The ginger might have settled at the bottom. To me, that isn't make- it. A, wouldn't that make it squirt everywhere? Or I mean, explode everywhere? <laughs> Should be squirting. I don't know. <laughs> I. I'm just imagining someone reading that and opening it upside down. <laughs> just taking it like a away. like a Dairy Queen Blizzard. Yeah. I do want to note that it says that it is um, crafted over three days That's on the front. Impressive. Yeah. Um, I don't know how long it normally takes to craft them. So I, I do like the brown bottle, yellowish orange label. Uh-huh. It's, it's got a, a nice v- looking bottle got a vintage like it, yeah. it, that's what i think made me think it was gonna be a stronger one it just looks like mm-hmm. it should be yeah yeah the vintage it's definitely definitely got a vintage feel uh serving size is one bottle which i think is kind of a lot i think this is this would be a lot of ginger beer to drink in one sitting but i am yeah. actually gonna pour myself just a another splash and have it um that's really all my thoughts on the bottle yeah well i think that's our Review of Bundaberg we, Ginger. Uh, uh, real quick, scale of one to ten, what are we giving it? I'm gonna go with a uh, seven. I'll I'll give it a six. It's good, but I I could go for a stronger ginger beer personally. I'm gonna meet in the middle. I'll give it a six and a half. Wouldn't be my first choice, uh, but if it was in the fridge, I might drink it eventually. All As right. we did. <laughs> As we did. <laughs> there you go. I think that averages out to six and a half for the Bundaberg Ginger Beer. Uh, there you go. I, I guess that means we somewhat recommend it if you're yeah. looking for yeah. something to drink. All right, let's get into episode two. <clears throat> episode two, I feel like, is where things really kick off. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have more to talk about on this one. My intro note, this is a Kardashians callback if you w- listen to that series. This is the return of the Roblox background music. Like, this is the most generic electronic-like pop. <laughs> like, yeah. you can hear, like, synth bells and, like... I didn't even notice the music, to be honest. Yeah. It's that generic and boring. Yeah, Jersey Shore had a better soundtrack. Mm. With oh, yeah. the, uh... that, that soundtrack was fucking bumping. Yeah. yeah. I mean, starting off strong with LMFAO, and then I feel like, wasn't there like an Atreyu song? Yeah. There was <laughs> yeah. Atreyu, just like a lot of that weird era, like I guess pop punk is what yeah. you'd call it, like Christian pop qu- like warp, metal core. Warp Tour bands, but not the Warp Tour bands you went to Warp Tour to see. Just yeah. the bands that were on the side <laughs> stage, you know. The, the bands your parents wanted you to see at Warp Tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the Christian bands. Yeah, yeah. Um, we kick off the episode with Joey and Kelly having a conversation about Kelly's boobs. Yeah, yeah. This we, is what I mean when I say that that relationship makes me uncomfortable. For sure, I think um, Kelly says something. Something I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something like the extent. It's something to the extent of, I can show them off now that you're not sucking on them. No, oh, remember yeah. that? No. So he's talking about. I think the other guy's like my mom. She's attractive. She never wears a bra, so her girls are always sticking out. And she's like, he well, says you those exact words. By the way, yeah. the girls are always sticking out. And she says, "Well, you weren't complaining when you were sucking on." That's them. what it was. And I needed to, because I have this also on my notes. He responds with, "I needed the milk, mom. I needed the energy." <laughs> Oh my god! Just a really fucking disgusting interaction. What I, a I have we- to say. What a couple of weird people. I like to think of myself as a very progressive person. I took a whole class in college about, uh, you know, the way we construct sexuality and how everything is pretty much fine as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. Uh, this hurts me. 
It, it hurts me personally, and I, I, I don't want to see it. <laughs> That's fair. Um, we get more of uh, Kelly pursuing Jose in front of Paula. Um, That's a lot of this episode. Yeah, for sure. And I was honestly kind of rooting for the Jose Kelly relationship. I, I thought that there was something good there. It seemed like they had a fun date. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I thought that there was some good stuff there until things turned for the yeah, worse. Yeah, same, same. I was like, okay, this could this could go somewhere, and then and then Kelly gets, I mean, she's already weird, but she gets weird in a different way later on. We'll talk about that. Um, before we get to their date, though, oh, one more comment here. Uh, Paula says that Kelly is not a good fit for Jose because she doesn't have values. I think those are her exact words. Yeah. She also says, and and this seems to have some merit to it, uh, that Jose usually goes for like quiet, reserved girls, and Kelly is absolutely not. But I I also think that it, it kind of makes sense that for a, a, a dating show that it's something that probably isn't going to last. Let's just be realistic. Yeah. It, it makes sense to me that he would try something new, you know. Sure. If for no nothing else than the drama of it. Absolutely. Um also I I don't know. The one lady has said like, you know, maybe God will put put the one in front of me here. I think Ste- some uh, of this Stephanie, might last. I think. Yeah, yeah. Some of these might last. I just want to rebut that a little bit. She's here on a mission from God <laughs> to find her husband. If if anyone on this show okay, what am I gonna say? If anyone on this sh- show leaves the show dating someone what what will i do uh buy the next soda i'm <laughs> gonna do that either way i i will i will uh wh- what was the thing that um that jimmy said suck the acrylic off <laughs> i will i will suck the acrylic off my own toes <laughs> If Whoa. anyone leaves this show with someone. Whoa, okay. <laughs> okay, you heard it here fo- here fo- first, folks. First, you're going to have to pay to get acrylics put on. <laughs> True. So. <laughs> it's going to be an event. I'm excited. I'll, I'll, I'll paint... I'll paint John's toenails. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> if someone leaves this show with someone. In a relationship, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so now we get to the next game. So again... So far, I assume this is going to be reoccurring throughout this show, but so far it seems like every episode they have some kind of game to just make everyone as uncomfortable as possible. So in this game, apparently they all had to write down different sexual things they've done uh, that are maybe perhaps outside the ordinary. Although, to your, like your class said, you know, ordinary is a social construct and, right. and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, some, some of their more wild experiences, I guess you could say. Uh, they wrote those down, and they had to match them to each other. So the sons had to match which one was their mom. The daughter, the sorry, the women had to match which one was their son. Yeah, this game is confusing, and you can tell it's extremely confusing that even the contestants are confused all the way up until they declare a winner. There's people who don't seem to understand what they were supposed to be doing. It's fucking weird. It's unclear to me whether they actually shared the rules with them before I either they didn't share the rules or they only shared the rules with some of them or they shared the rules and not everybody understood. But <laughs> the games on the show are very poorly implemented. Let's just say that. And yeah. we'll see if they get any better. Because yeah. they're specifically supposed to try and stump their 
um, mom or son with a secret. So they're supposed to write something down that their son won't guess was them. I don't know if they were aware of that when they wrote the thing down, though. Because if they did, wouldn't... They just lie? Yeah, wouldn't they just say, oh, that's my mom, I'm going to guess something else? Yeah, that the whole this game does not make sense whatsoever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a really good point because if they were if they knew that they were trying to stump each other, they'd want to pick the one that they know isn't their mom, right? Seems obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but the whole time during the guessing, like they, it seems like they're all earnestly trying to guess which one was their mother mm-hmm. or son, You're right? Which is weird, and that for them to then flip it on them, like. Again, it's just uncomfortable. This show's got such a strange, like, uncomfortable trickster vibe to it. The fact that there's no host to explain this to them. <laughs> they're getting these weird, like, control center texts that yeah. one of the moms has to read. And, like, it happened a couple times where, like, one person will get a text. And then, like, the second part of the message will come to someone else who who then has to read it, yeah. too. So they're making, like, the moms and the sons the hosts instead. And, like, they're not public speakers, so they feel awkward reading it. It's just bad. I hope we get to see some interviews at the end. Yeah. Um. So I've got... So we... Next, they're, like, in the house or a house... And they're all going through guessing each other's. Um, we're definitely going to talk about Jimmy and Sue Young. Are there any others we want to talk about before we get to Jimmy and Sue Young? Jimmy and Sue Young went last, but that's like the one that's the most heavy. I I feel like they almost, I will say this show of all the reality shows I've seen definitely has the most fake acting that I've ever seen Mm -hmm. if you know what i mean like where you either they're re-recording reactions long after the fact uh where long enough for them to be wearing different clothes and you can tell that like these people just are not actors and cannot re-get that energy back or they're like faking reactions to make these moments seem like they're more i i definitely think they're they're transposing reactions from you know it's maybe it's an authentic reaction but maybe to something else but yeah yeah it's it the vibe is weird the vibe through this the this and the other challenge the challenge vibes are always weird and like it doesn't really matter because on a reality show like this and someday i'm sure we'll do big brother but like the whole point of the show is to see the interaction between the people and it almost feels like these are just like distractions Mm -hmm. from that yeah um none of them are that surprising I do. I can't remember who it was, but one of them, his secret, his mom wouldn't guess was that he had a seven woman orgy. That was, which is honestly, that was yeah. Ryan. Hell yeah, Ryan. Good yeah. for him. If I, 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 I know your boy. And he was sure to know it. He annoyed. He was sure to note that everyone left happy. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't remember his name, but I know your boy. I loved his reaction. It was just like, thanks, Ryan. Every man in here is really impressed by you right now. <laughs> <laughs> like the most catty response to yeah. it possible. I can't remember who the, what I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name either. We'll uh, we'll get to know these guys better when as the show goes on. But another one that I thought was interesting was uh, one of the um, one of the secrets was I kiss my best friend on New Year's Eve, and then he told me he was bisexual, and two different people guessed. 
that that was their mom. Uh, right. Which doesn't even make doesn't sense. Doesn't make any sense. So did they have a list with all the secrets on it? And then ev- the whole thing about it is weird. Like, did they see all the men's and the women's secrets? No, they, and were, they-, no, they were all together. together. So well, I'm, the two <laughs> did a mom and a son have a similar secret where they kissed someone who turned out to be bisexual? Well, I'm saying, uh, I, but like, why would it be one of the moms? Right. That's, that's what know? I'm saying. Why would a man kiss a woman and then say, oh, I think I might be bisexual? That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but... With the setup of the game, it would have to have been, you know what I mean? If they're only seeing the secrets for them. The reason it doesn't make sense to me, they were all, all the secrets were all together. So they were all on one board. Okay. Okay. What doesn't make sense to me is that very early in this game, the guy admits it was his secret, whose secret it was. There's several moments like that where we... We find out what the person's secret was, and then someone still guessed it for someone else later on. Yeah. It's really weird. Which, maybe they had to lock in their guesses before the Probably. game started. Yeah, because they all pull out their phone and we're like, my guess was... So I, I guess that makes they sense. They were taking pictures and texting. But it's still weird that they're pretending that they don't actually... That they actually think that's what it is. Yeah. Which is why, like I said, I think a lot of the reactions feel or are fake because they already knew they're wrong if someone else had admitted to it or it's filmed out of order i don't know it's filmed out of order or or it's probably a combination of both it would make sense one of the secrets is the most intense secret i bet that they put that last well it wouldn't surprise me if they rearranged the footage to make that one last yeah, also because, and we're kind of uh, getting into to that now, but it seemed like Jimmy kind of knew that that's what was coming, so that leads me to believe that they had all gone through all the other ones first. Because oh, yeah. Jimmy was being kind of like, well, let's just, are you going ex- to give an explanation, or are you just going to say it first? And so I, I think he already knew what was coming because they, had, because they saved that one for last. Yeah, and no one had, because all the other moms... You don't see them all. They do edit some of it out. I don't think we're seeing every guess possible. I yeah. There's just not enough time on that. But all the ones that they do show, the mom does say what their secret was and explain why that was their secret. Mm-hmm. So getting to it, they had to have known what was left on that board. Right. So um so let's just let's just get into it. So uh so one of the secrets is I slept with my son's best friend. That turned out to be uh, so young, so young, yeah. Yeah. Also, weird vibe. Jimmy's for a, mom. Yeah, weird vibe for a show like this that they would think so, but she seems to talk as if she was never going to have it revealed that that was her secret. Yeah. Right. So I don't know what context they're given to write these secrets down. Yeah, I don't think they knew what the game was going to be when they made these. I don't think they knew all the rules yeah. at least when they. Um, wrote these down. If that's something you didn't want to reveal, though, it does seem like you could have just picked a different secret for right. a reality TV show. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, he does genuinely seem hurt, and she genuinely seems embarrassed. He's so bummed. Like, he... So the next thing that happens is um, he gets naked and goes into the pool, and he's he's very drunk. Yeah, he's clearly drunk. Um, he's shit-faced, and he's... 
He's just saying a bunch of nonsense. I didn't really yeah. write anything down that he was saying, but he, it was a bunch of nonsense. He's basically like, this is normal in my world. You haven't seen yeah. past the line in my, I'm living on the edge of my realm. It's reality. just classic, like, drunk, hurt, 20, 20s, mid-20s man. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, so, uh, so young, uh, very clearly feels guilty about it. She goes to bed crying. Um, she tries to confront him at one point while he's in the pool naked and brings a towel, but I, he doesn't want to get out. What, what were you going to say? Uh, no, before the, uh, Sue Young or So Young gets there, um, Charlene is actually there talking yeah. to him, and it seems like they're having a genuine conversation, which is interesting. I think she's trying to have a genuine conversation, and I think he doesn't really want it. Yeah, which I think he's too out. drunk to have a yeah. genuine conversation. I, See, I feel like he was trying to have a genuine conversation, but he's so drunk that that was genuinely mm. all he had to say was just these weird, like, self-platitudes. Is there more ginger beer? Uh, there's a little bit, I think. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. What? Oh, nothing. <laughs> it was just funny that it was just a dribble. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy I got, that. I got barely a sip out of that for uh, <laughs> for our listeners. Yeah, uh, definitely a, a sad time for, for old Jumbo there. Yeah, at first I was like, everyone revealed something. Why is this guy so upset? But then I thought about it, and I, I wouldn't want any of my friends to sleep. I wouldn't want my mom to sleep with any of my friends. Well, you know? and I can imagine that it feels like a betrayal on on two different sides. Like his best friend betrayed him, yeah. too. Cause, yeah, because if for no other reason than... No one told him, although he did say, I wish she would have taken that to her grave. So, yeah. yeah, which again makes me wonder what context they were given to write these questions down. Mm-hmm. Um, all the guys seem to take it as bragging, whereas the moms yeah. seem to be have like a slightly more like, yeah, there were several answers that were definitely just straight up bragging, yeah, like the sleeping with seven women at once. Yeah. Which I'm not even mad about. <laughs> right. No, I mean, why would you be? But I do think that... Like, everyone had a good time. Everyone had a good time. Um, but I also I also thought it was interesting. They had Kelly and her son, Joey, right? Mm-hmm. They, they reacted to this moment for some reason. And she's like... I think it's because multiple people guessed that she ha- said that like they thought she was the one who banged one of her son's friends. Either and- that or the teacher. They thought people seem to think it was one or the other of those. Yeah. yeah. Well, she specifically is like, it couldn't have been me because Joey and his best friends have all been friends since they were like fourteen or fifteen. That would just be weird. I've known them too long. Yeah. Um, which good point. I think yeah. she says elementary school even. Uh-huh. But yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Which again makes the situation weird. And she never explains the situation as I'm guessing it doesn't come up again. I but- think they also have the biggest gap. Oh, like, yeah. Between the mom and the son. Yeah, because Kelly is one of the... I think she's on the older end of the spectrum of this uh, show. Joey is... And Joey is only 20, yeah. Yeah. So, um, anything else about that before we get into Kelly and Jose's date? Um, no, I don't. I do have just Jimmy is wild, um, just because he keeps just saying, like, crazy sex stuff which is fine i think we're all down for it that was just the note i took yeah just because he keeps talking about licking feet and (laughs) doing stuff that's a good point do you think any of these dudes are here to find love or do you think they just want to 
have sex with older women. I think most of them just want to have sex. Is kind of the vibe. Do you think any of these milfs want to find love, or do you think they just want to have sex with younger men? They talk my, about wanting to have sex a lot. Most of them. Yeah, I think my girl is still here. Stephanie to put her where God wants her. Um, <laughs> But the rest of them all do seem yeah. to be like they're mostly like, oh, I'm gonna be on this wild game show where I may I get a hook up with young dudes. That seems to be their vibe, and they're having fun with it until their sons walk in the room. Yeah, and I think they wanted this to be that reveal to be a bigger moment than it turned out being. But the drama is definitely here because you can tell some of these yeah. women. I think their vibes are just gone. Like, there's a couple we just. Like they're super interesting in the intro, and then they just sit and like are sipping cocktails in the yeah. background, like the rest of April these, Jane that, two is episodes. one of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Because I think, uh, and we're about to get into um, part of the reason I brought that up is because we're about to get into Jose and Kelly's date, which and- was a prize from the weird guessing game that we still don't really know how. It oh, works. was it? Is okay. it the three winners? If you were able to stump, if they were able to stump each other. I the think that's. Sons. I thought that was next week. I think next week they're going on a group date. Oh, the, the it, winners. Is it so? This is just a date that they decided. I to think go it's on. like how Jimmy and uh, Paula went on a date mm-hmm. in episode one. Just they just did it because yeah, they could. So I that, think so. That's a weird dynamic too that they're just able to go on dates whenever they want. Because um, we've seen two now. I wonder if more have happened and we just haven't seen them. Yeah. They're editing yeah. them in later know. or what. But. It, the thing I was saying about whether they're actually trying to find a partner or if they're just trying to have sex, I mean, Paula basically said that Kelly's not really Jose's type, but if Jose's just there because he wants to get laid... doesn't that Does that matter? Yeah. It, a, does it matter? And B, I'm not trying to be derogatory or anything here, but, like, Kelly has, like... she she looks like she could be a porn star. You know what I mean? Like she, like it, 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 I could see why he, if he's just trying to have a good time, maybe and same with her. Like, it seems like they're both just trying to have a good time, yeah. I guess is what I'm trying to Might say. As well have I'm like trying to be w- as respectful as I can, yeah. but you know, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it's disrespectful to say that they're probably just there to hook up Yeah, and everyone around them. The show is pushing this romance angle on them. It's almost like the producers who or whoever that we're not seeing from the command room is being like, okay, but it's a date. Okay, but you're getting to know each yeah. other. And in between, they're just like sneaking off to bang. Right. <laughs> like Exactly. That's kind of the vibe. Um, so Kelly takes Jose on a boat ride to allegedly uh, a big Mexican landmark called the Mushroom Rock. Yeah, they call it a cultural landmark and that he's very excited to see something from his homeland. Home country. It looks pretty underwhelming. The Mushroom Rock rock looked pretty underwhelming to me. Um, But I I don't know anything about it. Are you you Googling it right now, Daisy? I I specifically remember while we were watching the second episode, it said... So that's a cultural landmark, huh? And giggled. Yeah. And I, I really wonder if she just like where at air, like Google Maps, whatever, wherever she was, and just looked up like local landmarks and like picked the closest one because yeah. like they don't even talk about it. Like usually on things like this, they at least try and pretend like it's interesting. Yeah. There's like a shot of it over one of their shoulders for like a second. She's like, he's like, I've seen pictures of this online. Thank you. Yeah. And like, that's the end of their conversation right. about it. I guess it is. I mean, 
I can find stuff about it. I, so it is a thing. Yeah. It's not just some random rock at the very least, even though to us that's kind of what it looks like. I mean, I've also been hiking on trails where they have weird rocks that'll have like plaques and notations yeah. about it, like old man rock. And you're like, well, I guess if you squint, it looks like <laughs> it looks the profile like of a man's face. Yeah. But like, it really does look like just one rock. Okay. Well, they seem to have a nice time. Yeah, we, Jose gives a list of, it's a short list, but he gives a list of things he likes about Kelly. She uh, seems very uh, swept up by that. She likes that a lot. Yeah, it seems like a pretty sweet date. We get the first kiss of the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is the first kiss, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the first night was a lot of cock blocking from the Suns. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I also will note that it's really funny. They keep talking about it was nice to have like a romantic getaway that, uh, where we could see I could be alone with Jose. You see at least two people driving the boat in the background of shots. And there's also a cameraman. At least one cameraman. And it's yeah. not a huge boat. So I imagine they're awkwardly on this boat for like yeah. the shortest amount of time to film. And then they did whatever they wanted. Because when they get back, they've been like, they've been gone for five hours. And it's like, really? Oh, really? Yeah, they mentioned that because i missed that part it probably took them a while to get to to the mushroom mushroom rock yeah but because when they're they're all talking in they're in the house hanging out and um jose's mom and a couple other people are having a conversation and she keeps being like uh she's not the woman for my jose (laughs) and then the one guy's like well they've been gone five hours he found some he likes (laughs) yeah oh that's right it's paul it's paula and ricky yeah, Ricky. That's are it. talking back at the house, and Paula is determined that her son does not like Kelly. We're back. And we're back. Anyway, you're saying people, Ricky, I believe. Uh, Yeah, Paula, Ricky, we're talking back at the house. Um, Jose and Kelly show up. They finally get back, and Paula looks more pissed than we've ever seen her before. <laughs> She's um, furious. And I kind of... Uh, Again, we're going to get to it in just a few minutes here, but from what we've seen of Kelly this episode, I, I'm beginning to understand why mm-hmm. Paula feels the way she does. Um, I don't think she's being overprotective anymore. I, that's how I felt initially, but at this point, I'm like, I see why she thinks this uh, woman is a bad fit for her son. Um, also, people keep being like, so you bang? And he's like... a i don't kiss and tell yeah and she's like that's why i raised you right you're a gentleman that's why i love you <laughs> like there's some weird weird yeah. weird moments there there's so many weird moments on this show um the gang eats tacos and has a dance party what was it ryan said something like tacos and tequila there's nothing better or something like yeah. that yeah i mean true yeah true I, statement the most relatable guy on this yeah. show once again ryan is yeah, yeah. He, he's a a character to like for sure. They get talk. They also they have a live band perform for them. Yeah, and you see some real mom dance moves. <laughs> some some of them had some good dance moves. That's true. Um, it's a mix. Definitely a mix. A mix. Um, so this is a backdrop for the coming drama. It's a live band. There's a couple yeah. shots where they're like in these moments we're describing. I want you to just keep in mind like a older uh, gentleman just going like nuts on like jazz <laughs> guitar behind them. Like you see him just kind of like finger trap shredding while like people are screaming at each other and the band's just playing. Yeah. So that's, the, that's what's going on in the background as Paula and Stephanie start speaking Spanish to each other because and Jose. Oh, and Jose. 
because they all speak Spanish and it's in you listener. If you haven't watched the show, you're probably thinking, who cares? Why is that a big deal? Well, a normal person wouldn't care, but Kelly's not a normal person and she's pissed that they're speaking Spanish. So what she, she alleging is that it's rude because there are people at the event who don't speak Spanish. And so that they are excluding everyone who doesn't speak Spanish. What she is really upset is that the guy she's trying to fuck is now speaking in a language that she doesn't speak, and so she can't harp in on the conversation. Yeah. She also mm-hmm. thinks... That they're talking shit about her. they're talking about her. Yeah. Um, she wants to eavesdrop, and she can't because she doesn't speak Spanish. They also yeah. do kind of talk shit about her. I, at least after this starts, the yeah. Paula's like, have you noticed Kelly's been staring at us all night? Which... Yeah. But, okay, here's the thing. She's already acting fucking weird. Have you never, ever in your life been hanging out with someone, been hanging out with a group of people, and you send a text to one of those people in the group that you don't want to ever a single person... And everyone knows they're talking... And everyone knows you're being talked about or something. Sorry. Well, I'm just saying it happens all the time without people knowing. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just a thing that people do, and I don't think it's really, like... A big deal, and I think that we can get into this later. But there's definitely a racial element. Like Kelly is being very much a white woman. Yeah my my notes actually just say um, um, we have our first wild white woman moment. Uh, yes. Yeah, this yeah. is very much like I I know the term is really outdated and kind of cringy to bring up. This is definitely like a Karen. Yeah. moment this is just yeah. like a privileged white woman at the store who's mad isn't it wild that 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 term is outdated when it, it's only been a few years <laughs> but but we've just abused it so yeah, much it was... at this point um but yeah uh, she she says eh, i can't talk today she specifically tells both of them not jose but paula and stephanie to only speak spanish when they're by themselves which is an yeah. insane thing to yeah. tell anyone yeah. yeah well and then one of the moms makes the point that said we're in Mexico speaking right. Spanish. They're like, literally speaking the main language of the country they're in. Yeah, it's the opposite. Like, she is forcing people in Mexico to speak, to speak English. English for her. Yeah, and and I imagine the crew is speaking Spanish to each other, too. Yeah, like, probably. This show has the most, like, I don't mean this in a mean way, but, like, cut budget vibe to it mm-hmm. i'm sure they hired all locals for everything they possibly could yeah i hope which, they did there's nothing wrong with that and yeah good for them but also yeah i'm sure that there are a bunch of people here who are just from here yeah and you know it's it's hilarious to me that you would go to mexico even if it's for a reality show not knowing any spanish and then get upset with people for speaking spanish i mean that is stereotypical white woman behavior. I feel I feel like not only is it stereotypical white woman behavior, it's kind of like stereotypical American behavior. Yes. Like, absolutely. Um, uh, Americans are notorious for and I you know, I've done this. When I went to France, I don't speak French and I kind of just expected everyone to speak English because what else I mean I, I don't think I went about it in an entitled way. I hope not anyway, but I feel like Americans are notorious for just expecting everyone to speak English to them. Yes. Yeah, and you might get away with it a lot of the time. A lot of times you do because in English is a secondary language in a lot of countries. So yeah, the only time I've been out of the country, I went to Sweden, 
Um, and what I noticed They was, speak better English than us there. <laughs> well, the vibe I got was that people were kind of... There were a lot of people who were also just excited to speak English with mm-hmm. an American. They're like, oh, I want to... Am I yeah. doing a good job? Like, can I speak... That's the I've been to Sweden, too, and that's the vibe I got, too. Um, yeah. The people in Sweden are also so fucking nice. Mm-hmm. Whereas when I was in Paris, people kind of seemed annoyed with me, which is <laughs> which is fair. Again, I was being an annoying American. It's yeah. it's totally justified. But uh, so if there's one silver lining in all this, it's that Jose seems to be waking up that maybe Kelly's not a good fit. Yeah, he's definitely his eyes are open, uh, and and he kind of says like, yeah, I'm I'm seeing this side of Kelly that that I don't really like as much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine still trying to pursue the MILF who was racist to my mom. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, right. Like, also, there's a moment where you can tell he's like in bed on his phone, like just trying to ignore the situation. And he literally says, I can still hear people screaming downstairs. Yeah. I should put an end to this. Yeah. He's over it. Like, I, I, I we haven't seen the coming episodes, but I feel like Kelly just like ended that relationship right yeah. then and there yeah. this is the beginning of kelly's villain arc <laughs> for sure um yeah when in the first episode when all the moms were like i really don't like this kelly person i felt like they were overreacting a little bit i definitely don't feel like that now she's for sure the villain of this show in episode one <laughs> i got the vibe that she's like the kind of person who'd be fun to be at a party with for one night, but having to live with her mm-hmm. for the amount of time it takes to film a reality show would be fucking annoying. And yeah. that's why I thought all the other moms didn't like her. They're like, oh, we get to deal with this lady for a, yeah. a month or whatever. But now it just seems like she's just actually awful. Right. And not just a little too peppy. For sure. Um, Stephanie tries to hash things out with Kelly. So Stephanie seems to be you know um i'm trying to think of the uh the christian term she's trying to she's i don't know I, I was trying to think of a joke about her being religious and trying to be peaceful but that doesn't really work because religious people often aren't very peaceful <laughs> well, i mean she's trying to extend an olive branch there she's you trying go. to apologize <laughs> she's trying to say hey we are not talking about you we yeah. just naturally stephanie's speak- being cool okay that's that's what we're trying to say here she's being cool um, it does not work no, Kelly is... She's not ready. Yeah, she she basically says, you are 100% talking shit about me in Spanish, and I hate it. Um, and Stephanie's like, no, we're literally not talking about you. Not everything's about you, you fucking idiot. Yeah. She doesn't say that, but that's I'm paraphrasing. Um, at this point, Paula understandably tells Jose she's not a fan of Kelly and that he should find someone else, which is uh, completely fair. And those are all my notes for episode two. Y'all got anything else? That's the end of my notes. I know we got a little preview for what's coming up next, but I figure we'll save that for yeah. next episode. Yeah, I, I had two 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 notes. Uh, one of my favorite parts of this whole interaction is uh, when when they when they first go back into the house, which is mid the, in the middle of this argument, and I kind of get the impression that it it kind of is uh, going in waves where they kind of get into a little argument and then they it dissipates and they go off and do something else and then it ramps back up when something happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Kelly says something about like, you know, I feel like you guys are talking about me. And <laughs> Paula says in Spanish, we were talking about you, which I think is just, 
it's it's a hilarious comeback that yeah only only the three of them can actually appreciate yeah that that is a good moment and, and the viewers since they put subtitles on but and then at, at the end of all this kelly going now i'm the bad guy and i i think that's just a, an amazing quote from someone who <laughs> was just really shitty yeah for like 10 minutes yeah that 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 is definitely the oh the store is called the police on me response exactly exactly moment like i i don't know i we'll see if this continues this also feels like the show where it could go have go back to quote-unquote normal next episode yeah yeah until someone else has another meltdown um Mm -hmm. so with Jersey Shore, at the end of each episode, we did our power rankings. Do y'all want to carry that over into MILF Manor? Just our top three yeah. power yeah. rankings? Doesn't even have to be a person, although I don't know what else it would be in this case. <laughs> There's no duck phone on this show, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, I have mine. I'm going to go three, two, one. Go for it. Um, number three, uh, So Young, has a really good borderline Snooky energy just starting out. A mm-hmm. lot of pep, a lot of energy. Um, gives herself a nickname that that doesn't seem weird or forced, and then immediately causes some wild shit. Um, <laughs> great vibe for a show like this. I'm down with it. Um, number two, I'm I hate him, but I'm gonna give it to Joey just because he brings the worst energy to every moment. Yeah, <laughs> and like sometimes that makes the boring moments entertaining at least hating him mm-hmm. does make me enjoy this show more and number three i'm gonna give the shadowy uh producers from the control room <laughs> who are who, who seem to have their shadows loom deep over every yeah. moment of the show but we'll never see them i think they they are my number one in the power ranking right now there's a mysterious vibe that i love all right there we go i mean yeah uh who is it uh joey i mean He's annoying, but we're all talking about him a lot. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, Daisy, you want to go next or you still deciding? Yeah, I'll, I'll actually you go. I think I I think I've got mine. Um, number three, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Shannon. She seems she seems cool. I like the dynamic with her and Ryan. That's probably the only mom and son dynamic that I that I really like it because it's not it's not weird or creepy, but you can also tell they really love and care about each other. Um, so I'm going Shannon number three, number two. I really like Paula a lot. Um, I feel like she's protective of Jose, but not obnoxiously protective. Um, and, uh, she just seems really chill. And then number one for me is Ryan. Uh, I mean, he's the most relatable so far, but also those, uh, you know, I know you didn't like them, but the, the raw wrapping like weed wrapper onesie onesie. I'm a big fan. I wouldn't pay $120 or however much it was, but, you know, if I could find it for $40 or less, I'd wear it. Ryan seems normal and cool, yeah. and I was fine with the when I thought it was a hoodie, but just something about, like, seeing him, like, waddle down the hallway <laughs> and realizing it was a onesie with, like, foots... Like it just really oh, it killed had the. I think it did. Maybe <laughs> I would, it, I I would may not have super. I draw the line those. there. I draw <laughs> the line there. I would not wear it with footies. I think I may have. I may have superimposed those in my mind. But like I mentioned, there's something about like 
super infantilizing men's clothing that just yeah. bugs me. And I feel like the onesie is one of those. And weed culture is also one of those things for me. <laughs> so the weed culture onesie is just like a terror. You could terrorize <laughs> me with that. I don't think it has feet. The the ones online don't have feet. Oh, that's too bad. Um, I, I guess I just <clears throat> invented the feet in my head. <laughs> but either way, like, the two things... That's your nightmare. Yeah, those are two things that immediately, like, I'm not going to engage with this person. It's like, if they have, like, clothing that has, like, a large amount of weed shit on it, <laughs> or, like, Rick and Morty, horrible if it's weed Rick and Morty. Two, two sides of the same coin. Oh, yeah, yeah, weed Rick and Morty. That's, like... Um. Yeah. Yeah. Th- that really pushes I, I, it. I I really hope what happened with Dan Harmon uh, puts an end to the Rick and Morty fanboys, but they'll find something else. It doesn't matter. Dan, Har- I think it was a different guy on that show who got canceled. Was it? Was it the other? It was guy? the guy that does the voice of Morty. I can't remember Justin his name. Royland. Oh That's yeah, it was it Justin was. Royland. Yeah. 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 It's sad because I I loved Community, but Rick and Morty is not. I'm not a fan <laughs> of that. Um, Daisy, you got your power rankings? Yeah, okay. Number three, I'm actually going to go with Charlene. Uh, she seems, you know, she's got the the sob story. She seems like the most sensitive, the most down-to-earth. I, I feel like I see a lot of potential with Charlene. I think we're going to get some good tender moments with Charlene. Um, I hope. Um, I, like, I like her. I almost put her in my list, but... Um, I feel like she hasn't had her moment to really shine. She's got a good setup, but she she really needs a mo- mm. a break her breakout moments. Yeah. Number two, I'm gonna go with Billy. Uh, he's the son of the the Jesus lover. Um, I I think that uh, I think we're gonna get some character development with Billy mm. coming up. We uh, we've discussed theories. I I, I really feel some some sort of kinship with Billy. So uh, we'll we'll see. He uh he was the one who was very catty about I believe it was Ryan's seven woman orgy. Yeah, he was yeah. the one who was just like, "Wow, I'm so impressed, <laughs> yeah. Ryan." <laughs> yeah. It was like the only thing he said almost the entire show. I think it was, yeah. And uh, you know that brings me to Ryan, who <laughs> I, I he's got to be number one. Uh, I I'm I think that he is the most sane, the most normal, mm-hmm. um, and. <clears throat> It's it's fine to me that he bragged about having a seven or I guess eight person orgy. Um, I think that's awesome. I think that's great for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's certainly the only guy on that show that would be able to do that. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly believe that. The rest of the guys are too fucking weird. You, I, you don't think Jose could? I was going to say I think Jose could too. I I, I agree think Jose that no could. Other. I don't know that Jose. Well, could he could, but would he? We, no, I, I'm going to say yeah. Jose, Jose would. But I agree. Besides those two guys, none of the other guys could. Yeah. Yeah. I so think that's my ranking. I think that's it for this week. This this might be our longest episode yeah. to date. Yeah. We um, do have. There's some stuff to edit out. Oh, that's there's, true. There's some drink editing. My pills moment. Yeah. What do you guys think? Is it too long? Yeah. <laughs> do we need to tame it down? Yeah. Um, but we're gonna we'll be back in a, in a couple weeks to talk about episodes three and four if you're following along. Um, anything else we need to cover? I can't think of anything. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We love you. Yeah. Mwah. Good night. <laughs>